I want to talk a little bit about um, how you used Jordan Poyer last night, uh, specifically more like a, a big dime defender, if you will, you know, taking a linebacker off the field. Um, first of all, kind of what went into that? And um, can you talk about the challenges of that, especially on a short week? Well, um, it's the, we didn't debut that yesterday. It's something that we've had in the works now for a couple of weeks. And, you know, obviously what, what Jordan uh, does for us, he gives us an opportunity to utilize his skills as a blitzer because he, we blitz him from the safety position. He's excellent as a blitzer, as a, as a fifth rusher, if you will. And uh, all, also the matchup uh, that he gives us from that position against the back or whomever he's assigned to as a coverage person. And then when it comes to playing that type of defense, what kind of stress, if at all, does it put on the middle linebacker if they're you're really running one linebacker in six DBs? Well, you, you you technically still have two linebackers on the field. You just have a different person occupying that position, a little bit different body type. So in terms of how our defense functions, how those two people interact with each other and how they function within the concept that we're playing defensively, it's just a different person executing from that role. I appreciate that insight, Coach. And to do all that, you got you got to have a, a third safety, Taylor Rapp, in this case, to be able to obviously step back there. Can you just kind of assess his play last night? Yeah, uh, Taylor did a good job. Uh, you know, as a middle of the field person, as a person, you know, that that gave us good run support when he was rotated down. Uh, uh, you know, he did a nice job. You know, obviously that that position has to be. It, it's a fluid position. Obviously, every now and again, you have to rotate to the middle of the field and use your exceptional ball skills. He has that type of versatility. We like his physicality. And so we were able to really, really get some things done with him on the field last night. Uh, Baker Mayfield, during the press conference at the postgame last night, he mentioned that the uh, Poirier and Hyde, he had, he had never seen that before where both, they, they, he said normally what happens is, he said the Bills disguised it very well and he said the thing he never usually one of these safeties gives it away at the last second he said those two guys he said they must have been playing together forever because he he's never experienced where where both of those guys were so in sync that they didn't one of them didn't give away what the actual uh, coverage was going to be what does that take to be that good at, at disguising coverages you you have to have tremendous awareness first of all just understanding uh the defense that we're presenting and just, you know, knowledge of the uh, shot clock when the when the ball is actually going to be snapped so that you can hold your look as long as possible. Uh, because if we if we have a good idea of when the ball is going to be snapped then we can we can maintain the look or the shell of our defense. And those two guys, the awareness that they have because of the amount of years that they play just on their own and then obviously uh, together is something that they can do together and still put themselves in a position to execute the call. So their experience individually and the uh, chemistry that they have together in terms of working off each other is, is a big time asset for us in that regard. Yes, indeed, because almost every week, uh, whoever the opponent, they always mention that how, how excellent the disguises are of the coverage. Uh, so they, they're definitely on point for sure. And uh, last question, how did your assessment of the defensive front last night of their of their performance? I was really I was really happy. I thought this was one of the better performances in terms of us containing the run. Uh, we didn't have a lot of uh, explosives there. I thought we controlled the line of scrimmage in terms of that. And one of the things that we knew we had to get done was collapse the pocket around uh, Baker Mayfield. We had to make sure that 
He, he didn't step up in the pocket that we clouded the rush lanes with our height, with our, our power and physicality. Uh, so there were some positives there. Uh, I wanted to see us win a couple of more one-on-one -on -one situations and actually get our hands on, on the quarterback in a position where we could hit him and try and get the ball away from him. But overall, really excited with the effort and some of the details that we knew we needed to do up front to give our, 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 our team the best chance to win. What were the early conversations like with him of just, hey, we think we want to use you this way? Like, was he excited right away? Was he kind of like, oh, let me, like, what will that be like? Like, just what was his reaction? Well, you know, uh, with Jordan, when you present uh, the, 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 the duty or the job description or whatever we're trying to do in terms of the game plan and the best way of utilizing him, uh, he, there's a certain level of enthusiasm from Jordan just about being able to help from a different position or help the overall concept and design of the call. And so he's a willing participant. There's a reason why he's a, he's respected. He's a captain on our team. He's always willing to do whatever, even if that means getting outside of his comfort zone to, to provide us a different uh, look or a different dimension from what he can do. And then um, Terrell Bernard last night was saying he didn't feel it was too different, even if it was like moving parts all around him, just, what does that say about him, you know, this far into the season that he's got such confidence in his role in the defense too, even when you guys are mixing up stuff? Says a lot about his development and about just the, you know, the fact that he's kind of mature beyond his playing level would suggest. And with every week, with every experience and every week, it's a little bit different, you know, something, the opponent, the design of the offense, so it, it's a little different. So he's learning and gaining so much from that. And uh, he's really doing a nice job of just utilizing those experiences uh, for his benefit and also for the benefit of our defense. And then just to clarify the timeline on kind of putting that stuff in behind the scenes at practice, I know you said this wasn't the first week that you were trying it out. Sean had mentioned how it was kind of trying to solve problems with Matt Milano out. So is it just kind of around when you guys were without him that it started to make sense to do that or was it earlier or later? Well, you know, we, we have different defensive packages, yeah. uh, uh, with, with multiple packages where, you know, there's some packages that we have uh, uh, different numbers of defensive linemen on the field. So we start actually start working these contingencies or talking about them way before there's an issue with player availability. And believe it or not, I mean, these are things that we discussed in the offseason. Uh, you know, how can we get more speed on the field? When does a matchup dictate that we uh, do something different with the personnel in a particular position? And so those conversations started way before we had, uh, before Matt went down. And it was something that we've worked and practiced and felt like this was the best opportunity. That this was a great time to try and use that and to try and help us. Hey, Coach, I know you guys have a few days off here, but as you begin to prepare for an opponent in the Bengals uh, coming up next Sunday night, how do you start preparation for a team who hasn't been playing up to the level they played at last year, but still respecting the fact that they, they do have a lot of talented players on that roster? Well, we, we prepare for them at their absolute best. We, we, don't, we, won't, we won't look at records, and, and we know that they are a potent, powerful offense you know, led by their quarterback and, and some of the exceptional skill players that they have. And so we're going to prepare for what we know that they're capable of. And at the same time, make sure that we're continuing to grow and, and build 
with what we have here. So every week in the NFL, uh, you have you have an offense that that has exciting, explosive players that you have to contain defensively. That you have to find a way to win those individual matchups. And so, you know, we we won't concern ourselves with their record. We know what Cincinnati is capable of, and uh, fortunately, we have a couple of recent experiences with them that we can look back on and use to get ourselves ready to go. Just wondering, I know this is a game to be played, but how do you approach the emotional impact of returning to Cincinnati beyond just, you know, having a game uh, to play and, and knowing what happened there 10 months ago? Um, that's, that's a, that's a good question. And um, because that was, that was such a, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. I, I don't know that there's a, there's a, there's a great response for that. I don't know if there's, if there's not one that, that I've sat down and formulated. I think every person will, that was here and obviously that had that experience that from wherever they were, we, we all recognize that that was a, that was an unbelievable event. I think what we'll try to do is live in the present and to be grateful and thankful that we, our team's viable, DeMar's viable, he's back in the fold and just, you know, focus on what's in front of us as opposed uh, to the horrific set of circumstances that, that that we experienced a year ago. I think we'll try and do that, but I'm only speaking from my, my standpoint, but I don't know that there is a, I don't know that there's a guide to how to, to how to approach that. I just know that when we come into the building, our focus will be on the Bengals and what we have to do as a, as a defense to contain them, to disrupt them, and to do the things that, that are inherent to, to our cause.